0: You're listening to Salon Frequency, a podcast for salon professionals that are revolutionizing the texture of salon culture.
1: Hey, Frida. Hey, hey Jocelyn. How you doing today? I'm good. I, this is a quick beat. Yeah. You I like real, it? Real quick playing i out. Know, do a little something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotta put my makeup on
0: for the camera because you know we got video with the podcast now. I love so, it. you know we got, got our faces on. Yes, I
1: did put a little face on in the car. Right? And I, I see you with the red lip. I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta come correct. I, <laughs> I need more red lip. I've been on Instagram and TikTok and I've been like looking at this like something like what you have like it's more of a brown, a darker I, I feel like we're going back to a darker outline with like a lighter center. Yes. Almost an ombre lip. Yes. So I wanna yes. try that out. I feel like an old person when I say I want to. The young people are doing an ombre lip now. I want to. I want to give that a try. Let's see how I feel about that. That's how it feels when I say that. It really does. When I see young kids, I'm like, oh, I, I'm, am I not still there? Am I, am I not? Oh, okay.
0: I mean, I guess you, I'm
1: you, you are. I always. I say to one of my sons all the time, "You are what you say you are." Mm. You are true? there if you say you are there. Now
0: that I don't know what true. your knees
1: will say. I don't know what your back will say. But mentally, you are wherever you say you are. I'm striving to have my knees
0: be working well. Have my hips moving. I was yeah. walking with her friend the other day. She was like, ooh, my hip is hipping. I was like,
1: girl, we in our 30s. What mm, you talking about? Arthritis. Your hip cannot be hipping right my now. Hip, my hip hipped right to physical therapy and right to a diagnosis of arthritis. In your hips? My hips and my lower back. Wow, I got yeah. arthritis in my neck. Really? Crazy. Yes, girl. So that's, yes. Now we talking about medical issues. I mean, we
0: talking about the reality. I know mine definitely showed up from hair.
1: Oh, for 100%, sure. 100%. Yeah, my, sure. my wrist was on something funky this weekend. And so I was on some wrist exercises and some stretches. And I was like, that was from all those clients on Friday. Yep. That's what I get. And one of my salads, she was like, pretty, you're not as young as you used to be, respectfully. <laughs> she was like, I'm just saying, you know, back in the day, you could throw out, you could bust out like eight, nine, boom, 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 back to back. And she's right. Girl, Friday, when I got off, I was just sitting in the shop like, he hmm. was stuck. <laughs> I had to sit there for a minute. I was like, I'm not built like I used to. But funny, going back to what we said about our minds, because I don't really want to be. Mm, that is true. I don't really want to be. And I think that is that is one of the things that I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Is like, are are you doing what you really want to be doing? Are you just kind of in the, in the, what's the word I'm looking for? In the habit. Yeah. In the routine. The autopilot. Uh, right. Like, yeah. uh, this is what I do. I'm booked and busy. I'm booked and busy. And then you sit down and you're like, I'm tired as hell like was I as productive as I could have been not, was I not, I know I was of service but did I take care of myself yeah in that right so let's talk about that that's what I wanted to talk about I know you were Well, wait cuz I feel like I cut you off no that no hey I'm I'm like rolling with, roll with it we're roll with it we're rolling right into that the revolution like when we talk about revolutionizing the salon industry something that's been on my mind is do we really take our time In many ways, right? Like, I remember, so I met with my accountant last week. Yeah. And it was a good conversation. And there were some really good takeaways. But one of the, oddly enough, one of the takeaways that stuck with me the most was that this is my 14th January. Wow. As a full time entrepreneur. Wow. I started doing hair full time as a stylist, not as an assistant, not as waiting for my license, but I have been licensed since the spring of 08. And I've been doing hair full-time since January of 2009, meaning all of my income has come from being behind the chair or related to hair in that capacity. And as we were going over my, num- my numbers, I was very proud That's of my huge. numbers. yes. I was very proud, but I was reminded that this is year 14. And so I started to think about when I just got started in the industry, how eager I was to be booked and busy, booked and busy. Like that's yes. all I ever wanted, yes. was for people to be in my chair. And for all that abundance. All like, that abundance, That came right. with it, yes. Everything that came with it. And now that I am 14 years in, which I'm, I am really spending this year celebrating that, because I feel like most of the time we rush to get where we're going, Yeah. which this is the point I want to make. We rush to get where we're going. And when we get there, we don't even stop to take inventory of how far we've come. Yes. What do you think about that?
0: I mean, I, I know that to be true. Yeah. I know that to be true in many ways, whether it's opening a new business, whether it is celebrating the journey of a new client, whether it's just celebrating myself mm-hmm. and where I've come in any of my journeys. Um. So I, I know that to be true. Um, And it's really interesting to me, like, when you said take time, like, do we really take our time? As I'm moving towards coaching mm-hmm. and coaching salon professionals and stylists and really leaning into that, ha- I had a conversation. And it started with, so how many clients are you seeing? Like, do you, like what, are your, what okay. are your numbers? How many clients do you see in a day? And what
1: she said... Yeah, maybe 8 to 11. That that was your answer? That was the person you were speaking with? That was their answer. That was their answer. Okay. And I was like... Oh, wow. You have an assistant
0: though, right? Like, okay, so... Like, how many do you... No, she's like, no. She does not have an assistant. Does not have an assistant. 8 to 10 lock
1: clients. Per day. Per day. How many days? Six <gasps> days a week. Clutch My Pearls. Right? How long has she been doing hair? Because we got to qualify it. Eight years. So she's she's in the game. She's, she's in, in the, the game. New.
0: Not new. We went to school together, in fact. And I was like... Hmm. Wow. You know, no. No. You, we, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And she has a child. Wow. So, like, in my mind, like, when I... I would say I was just getting started transitioning to really be niched into locks. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I was studying other people that did locks, like online, watching their content and things like that. And one of the things I noticed was, like, the men that do locks Mm -hmm. had, I would say, 15, 10, 15 people a day. Like, it just looked like the the flow of people was huge and it was so constant. And I used to sit there as I'm scrolling and watching, like... Imagine if you had a cycle because I know I got to sit down. Like my, that, it can't, it can't be that. I'm not pausing to like treat myself well, but you could just keep going. Yeah. The whole month. Are the we whole eating time. Are we eat-
1: All the things. Are we drinking water? You know? i like somebody's mother. Have you eaten today? It, it For
0: me though, I have to take my time and yeah. I'm just like, okay, so let's break this down. You see 10 or eight to 10 people a day. Like how long is your shampoo? Shampoo is like 10 minutes. Okay. Like, are you wedding Like, you know, there's things that come with the services that you offer that require time. So you just seeing a bunch of people, are you aligning with your mission and your goals? You say you want to care for people's hair, but if you're only spending 30 minutes with each person.
1: Right. uh, And even building relationships, like folks get deep. And then it's like, it's like when you see it, when you're watching a movie and they're like, well, that's all the time we have for today. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Like, that's, that's what your appointment feels like. Like, well, I guess we can finish this conversation in uh, about, uh, what, four to five weeks. I'll see you then. Yeah. Like, that's what I think I would feel like. And not that she's, not that that person is doing it necessarily, but with that level of turnover and also not putting in 15 hour days. But even if you're averaging a total of one hour, right, You ret- your shampoo condition or however you're treating the hair, retwist, pop them under the dryer, that's got to be a good hour, 45 minutes to an hour. I'm going to give you an hour if I'm being reasonable per person, eight to 11 people a day. So at the minimum, you're working at least a nine hour day. At least. At least. Because you got to come in, you got to clean up. Like, right. At least. And you're saying 11. So now we're talking about 13, 14 hour days, six days a week. You know, the interesting thing about that, though, as we were talking about accounting earlier, the number is going to number. Like when you look at your, your 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 what's coming in, when you look at the revenue, the revenue is going to be very impressive, right? That's just basic math. But when you look at the number of hours that you had to work to earn that revenue, for me, it starts to make me question, where where's the value? Like- what am I really earning? Yeah, because now all I I have to work nine, ten, twelve hour days to make that money.
0: Yeah,
1: six days a week. So then, that's if I thought. scale
0: back, that's the thought,
1: right? To, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you actually don't. Yeah, you actually don't. But if that is the path we're going down, if I then scale back, now my numbers go down. My revenue goes down. Yeah, again, the thought. Right. Right. That's the thought. That most people have, that most people
0: have. Right. So, for me, when you talk about taking time and taking your time. Yes. And meeting with your accountant, which you you really smoothed over. I met with my accountant. It was a good conversation. I'm just sitting there like, was a time. I would be holding Wait. my breath like, oh, <laughs> oh my Wait, goodness. We're going to talk about that, too. <laughs> but when, But when you take time to reflect on the services that you offer... The time mm-hmm. spent with clientele, because I think that you hit a that's a really big point because a lot of times you're you're making money. Yes. You got revenue coming in, you're you're working, you have a place mm-hmm. to go for that. But you can also feel like I'm working real hard. I gotta yeah. find a lot of people to yes. meet the that the volume. schedule, mm-hmm. the right, the volume. Mm-hmm. But if you're, like you said, not spending the time to build relationships with people, to have people anticipate, oh my gosh, when can I get back in the air like for this conversation? Or what like to and then you gotta think about how many how how are you pouring into eight to eleven people
1: in a day? And how many many am I pouring into you? That's what I think. That's a lot. That's That's a lot of conversations. That's but you know I used to do, there was a time, of course, when I was I was probably doing that myself. It didn't take me long. There was a time when I did it myself. One, because I felt like I had to. Yes. Not yes. because I didn't know that there were other options, but literally the money was like, no, you have to. Yes. There are some goals that you're working towards. But then I got smarter and realized that I don't have to put out, I don't have to see more clients to increase my numbers. Yes. There are other ways to increase my numbers. Some Some of them, very simple. You could try raising your prices. You could just decide to see fewer people. You could offer more add-on services and not even getting into like the coaching, products, retail. retail. Like, all that. like there's so many yes. other ways. But on the simplest level, there's a stylist I know who's, every time I hear her, actually I don't know her personally, but she does the hair of a friend. Every time I hear what the, what my friend pays, I'm always like, why is this lady charging so low? The amount of clients that she would have to see to equal the other person who's charging twice as much. Is it's ridiculous. It's
0: wild. It's ridiculous. And I I I I can't quantify this. Quantify? Qualify? I can't confirm this okay. to be true. But what I believe is that for the most part, consumers, clients, yes, people that pay a small amount. Something, yeah, require the most like attention. I agree, nurturing, just
1: hands-on things. Like I I think that when a person is paying more, this is one thought I have about that. They have more trust in Mm. the quality of goods, so they are less likely to be. I'm going to say difficult. I'm going to use the word difficult or challenging or combative. I would equate it to. Maybe shopping at a luxury goods store. And I'm not going to name any businesses, but at a lower than luxury goods store. Yes. And the, the
0: experience there.
1: Yes. At the lower than luxury goods <laughs> store. I'm, I don't even know if I would use luxury. In, at a right. lower than store, <laughs> They, the service is going to be terrible. They, You ask where something is. I was in the store yesterday and I asked a lady where sesame oil was. And because I was looking at all the oils and I didn't see sesame. And she was just like, um, as soon as she said, um, I wanted to be like, sis, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Don't, don't hurt yourself. Cause you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And she was like, I mean, maybe it's on this other aisle, but I don't know. And so now I'm questioning whether they sell it. I'm questioning why am I shopping here? This is frustrating. Every time I come in here, the people who work here never know where anything is. But then there are other stores that I go in. Oh, absolutely come with me let me show you where it is right now granted I'm literally paying double for the same product but look at the service that I'm getting yes I have there are no doubts when I walk in the store that whatever is on my list unless they're just generally out of stock they sell it there will be someone to show me where it is themselves they're not just gonna point me in the right direction when I get to the front if I have any questions about it they'll be able to ask them there is more trust in that experience there's also a higher price tag yes you're the lower for price, that. I'm yeah. paying for that. The yeah. low, so so. Sometimes I think the consumer who wants and is used to the lower price has higher demands. Maybe because they don't even realize it. They just they aren't sure what they're going to get. Yeah. The higher price service, you know exactly what you're going to get. You can trust that whether you know or not, you're going to get some good stuff. That is true. But when you are not, well, uh, you it? should. Well, you, you should. should. Yeah. You that's should, right. Like, Wait a There's no guarantee. Wait a <laughs> there's no guarantee. But when you, you are. When you are building a business and you take your time, you, ha- you have to take time for your guest. You have to take time for yourself. And I think you also have to take your time in terms of measuring your success because mm. you may look at your numbers and, and you think like, oh, I'm making amazing money. The revenue is, is, is coming in. It's really high, but I should be here. Not realizing that that other person has been in business twice as long as you have, yeah. So I think that's another area where we don't always take our time, is we compare ourselves, right? As you, as the internets would say, my chapter four is somebody else's chapter fourteen. Yes. But meanwhile, I'm frustrated because I'm like, how are they? How are they doing this? How are they doing that? Not even realizing all the things that go into it because I'm not there yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Have you been there before? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've all
0: been there. Yeah. That comparison thing, but also just the the reality that you spend time worrying about the next step mm-hmm. or the next thing. Yeah. Or why you are not where you think you should be versus being right where you are. Like that target target audience for that. Yeah. That worrying that, man, I why why it's not me? Why I can't do and it's it wasn't until, honestly, it wasn't until I began to look at myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: and my business from a place of there's always room to grow.
1: That, that is a bright perspective, I think, on that feeling. That I am where I'm supposed to be and there's always room to grow. There's always that I'm not a master. That I am still a student. Mm-hmm. that I am still learning. And there is room to grow. Because imagine if there were not anything left. I had... I,
0: Ooh, this is so good. I was just talking with my son about this the other day. Um, did somebody, somebody gave me feedback okay. for a consultation I have? Like, I always, ever even when I, I knew I was trash as a stylist, I still submitted that. Hey, can yeah. you survey? Give me feedback, right? And I used to be mad. Like, in my mind, I knew I didn't give you top-notch luxury service, okay. but I still want my five-star rating. And when the people be like, oh, that was a,
1: th- a three. No. Not <laughs> I used- a three. That's I used- so disrespectful. I used
0: to get mad at it. Yeah. But it wasn't until I grew that I realized when people give you five stars. Uh, you can't grow from that. You can't grow from no. that. This- it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. And it feels good. And it looks good, mm-hmm. of course. But I had to explain to my son when someone, like someone recently, I want to say they, they um, for my consultation, a virtual consultation I did mm-hmm. with them. It was four out of five stars. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my son, oh, I, I got four stars. And he was like, why would they give you four stars like that? I was like, oh, no, I love that. Well, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Because I know that there's some room for me to go. There's something that I could do in the experience mm-hmm. with this consultation to make it feel better. To There's room for me to improve it. Yes. And I appreciated that person taking the time to give me that feedback and write. Because what's
1: right. worse is they give you three, four stars and, and don't say explain it. Exactly. I can't help I can't improve from that.
0: But when you actually write in the comments, like it helps a business so much. And I encourage every stylist mm-hmm. wherever you are to seek feedback. Oh yeah. To survey your the feedback audience. Feedback is crucial. Because that is part of when you take time to reflect at mm-hmm. the end of the year or mid-year, whenever you do your assessment for how you're gonna show up in the coming season. Mm-hmm. That is the feedback you want. The five stars,
1: they look cute, but. Mm. it. I always, I've, I've said repeatedly to my team, we grow with the dissatisfied client. Mm. That yes. is when we grow the most. The client that, even I know we just talked about clients who are giving you a hard time. Some people are just, they're really not giving you a hard time. They really are very clear about what they want. Yes. And when you don't deliver, and it's like we, we had a, a review for a consultation. I think it was four out of five. And the comment she made was so, it was something about the, the stylist didn't really get into her hair. It was, it was mostly conversational. Yeah. And the, and the consultation was such that it really, it was fine as a conversation. Also, I think as as licensed professionals, just as professionals in general, oftentimes I can just look at your hair and yes. see what's going on. I don't yes. have to touch it. Yes. Like I can just see it. Yes. But you might be thinking, well, dang, she ain't even touch it. She yes. didn't even. And so that was how she felt. It it made a difference to how we do consoles now. Yeah. Because even though I know that I can get the answers I need doing it one way, you as the consumer don't know that. Yeah. And so you leave feeling like, well, it was incomplete because she didn't do A, B, C. And so now I can adjust. And maybe I don't always go back to doing A, B, C, but I can at least talk to you and say, so this is what it's going to look like. And this is why we won't do A, B, but we will do C. Yes. Every single time yes. a client has a complaint, we learn from it. I've had clients who felt like maybe the way the, if you, so we have a salon phone number, which just seems so antiquated, but we do. (laughs) Yeah, like low key. And right. But if you call and let's say you're like, I want this particular service and we don't offer that service. There was a time when we would say, thank you. You know, Hey, thanks for calling the lock shop. Hi, I'm calling to get feed ins done. We don't offer but thank you so much for calling. And it wouldn't be that short because that actually feels rude to me. Now, I'm so sorry. We actually don't offer that service. But what I can do is I can text you back on the number you just called. And I can send you three or four salons in the area who may be of service to you.
0: Oh, I it's love that. It's saved in our notes.
1: I love that. It's already typed. And not only is it, so you want feed on cornrows. We don't do that. In this particular note, we have a salon that does children's hair. We have a salon that does sister lot. We have like five salons for all the things we don't do. Yes. We have one that does braiding. So now I've over-delivered because you only asked about this one service, but I'm sending you back a pre-type message. So it, all I'm doing is copy and pasting it. Yeah. It already has the greeting. Hey, thanks so much for reaching out. I'm so sorry we weren't able to be of service, but hopefully some of our friends in the industry can be. Ooh, I love that. And we literally just copy and paste it. So now you got a kid salon for your homegirl. You got a sister lock salon. You got a braiding salon. You got a natural hair salon. And then you just have a lovely message from us, which also means when you do want the service we offer, guess who you're going to call? The lock shop. You're going to call the lock lock shop. Because the service was so thorough. It's like value. Right. So value. even though we could not meet your needs, right, we've had reviews where I called and they said they don't even do, why am I rolling my neck? Don't roll your neck. I still do that. Don't roll your neck, Frida. Don't roll your neck. Don't do you that. You internalize the feedback. It's okay. It's okay. Well, we've the, all
0: been there. They don't
1: even do feet, and no, we do not. The way she is typing with, right. with your nails. With, right. With, with the, the, the vigor. Nails. Like, you know, they don't even do, right. That's how I visualize somebody's leaving us a bad review because heaven forbid they'd be smiling while they do it. <laughs> so you're leaving us a bad review and you're like, I called and they were rude and they were like, they don't even do it. Now, here's the reality. We are not rude because we don't offer that service. Yeah. But perception is reality. Yes. And according to you, we were rude. So how can we learn from that? Yeah. Here's how we're now going to respond to that message. I'm not going to stay on the phone with you for 45 minutes. And I'm not going to pull up my phone and tell you all my homegirls who I know do braiding. I'm not going to do that. But what I will do is send you, I will send you a very politely typed message that answers your question, and then some. So I I do think that, I agree with you totally, that when you stop and take your time to assess your day, to assess your service, the worst feedback is sometimes, when you put it into context, the biggest way to grow and learn. Yeah. I think sure. so.
0: I uh, wholeheartedly agree. And I feel like what you spoke about, not offering particular services mm-hmm. for people, that is definitely... conversation we have to have in this industry like we want to we want to table that for another episode absolutely but before we end this episode i did want to challenge you all okay and and spend a little time just raising our frequency for a moment so for me this week i've been challenging myself to get out of my head Mm. like i will have these thoughts And I realize I'll have a thought and it's often a negative thought and I will continue that narrative in my mind. And so now just my perception, my feelings are just like low and negative and down and I'm criticizing myself Mm -hmm. and condemning myself and feeling like I'm just not versus I have a negative thought. I speak it out loud in the opposition like, oh, you should have been here on time. To let Frida in. Girl, please don't. Please don't. That's the the thought in my mind. You should have been here before she got here. And it just creeps in in there. It creeps in there. But to keep the positivity going in my day, I showed up. She's here. We're going to have a great time. There you go. And that is what I say out loud. And the ways in which it has shifted so much of my reality Mm -hmm. to just like, girl,
1: that ain't even true. It's not not true. Is that from the Big Leap? Is that one of your where it came from. It may be. Because that was one of there. my takeaways from a book called The Big Leap. That's a Jackson great book recommended. Great book. Where, and we're about to wrap this up. Where <laughs> I think in the beginning, he talks about worry, mm-hmm. right? And being in your head with stuff and how once you say it out loud and you really look at it, define it for what it really is. Yes. And then leave it there. Yep. And and like get out of it. I I find myself doing that as well. It's very helpful. It's so helpful. So yeah. I would like to challenge you. This week, for the next seven days,
0: spend some time. Well, not even spend some time. Every day, every time a thought comes in your head that is not one that serves you, Mm -hmm. speak it out loud in the opposition. So, like, if you have a negative thought, say the positive side to that. Or just counteract whatever that negative thought was that came to your mind out loud, verbally, affirm yourself. And just... Just
1: challenge yourself to do that with every thought, every negative thought that comes into your head. That's a good one. I'm still working on all my, my old challenges. I got a lot of challenges right now. It's <laughs> fair enough. I got a lot of challenges. I'm trying not to, I am trying not to condemn, criticize, or judge. Mm. The Girl. very first chapter from How to Win Friends and Influence People. Listen, is. Mm. I'm trying not to do that. I am trying to continue this workout streak. I got a whole lot of challenges in my life right now. I'm trying to work out every single day trying to eat less sugar, which I've successfully done now. Had no sugar for 13 days. Yes. Yes. So get out your heads, like Jocelyn said, because y'all come over here with me and it's it's a lot of challenges going on in my head right now. I just got way too many to name. Way too many. So we're going to focus on Jocelyn's challenge for the next seven days. Okay. All right. So thank you so much for listening. If you were inspired by anything, anything
0: resonated with you, if you're going to make some time to take time to work on your business, to just pause in the business. Just leave us a comment, five-star rating and review of the podcast, you know, five stars and just talk about the things you're gonna accomplish. All right, leave that in in the comment section and check us out on Instagram at Salon Frequency and Frida, you can find her. It's Frida Brown. It's Frida Brown. Peace.